Hey, I'm Nicole, your host of the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. On this show, we're going to be diving deep into how you can create the lifestyle of your dreams. I created my dream lifestyle through working online, creating a business that lights me up every single day, traveling the globe, and generating wealth through various income sources. On this show, we will dive deep into these topics and so much more. I've created my own online business from literally zero after discovering my passion for online business and my non-complacency for working for somebody else. On this podcast, I'll be sharing everything I have learned and everything I'm still learning because how I got to where I am today should not be kept a secret. It's your time to love your work, build your wealth, and create the lifestyle of your dreams. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. So in today's episode, I am going to be diving into a topic that I actually recently read in a book, a book that I'm listening to on Audible. And this was a very interesting concept to me. I think when you first hear it, it can sound like common sense, but a lot of things that are common sense, I find, are things that we don't usually think about. When we actually think about them, we think, yeah, that's common sense, but it's not something that we are often thinking about or thinking in terms of that specific context. So it really isn't common sense, quite honestly. Um but I was listening to this specific book. So it's called The Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. And it's very popular. Maybe you've read it, maybe you've listened to it. But in it, there was a chapter. And I will say that all of the chapters resonated with me. There are so many interesting things about money and finance, and like the title says, the psychology of these two things in the book. However, the one chapter when I read it, sorry, when I listened to it and afterwards I was just thinking, oh my gosh, my mind has honestly been blown right now. I have never thought of money or failure in this context and I honestly completely changed a lot of how I think about specifically failure but many different things within this book and within my life and within my business as well. So I wanted to make a podcast episode literally about this one chapter in the book because I think there are so many learning lessons to take away from this one specific chapter. And honestly, like I said, the whole book is amazing. So don't feel like you don't have to read the book now or you just want to read this one chapter. It is an awesome book. Definitely check it out, The Psychology of Money. But this chapter is chapter six and it's called Tales You Win. And I will preface by saying when I actually first heard this chapter, when it came on chapter six of Audible and it said Tales You Win, I was honestly so confused by that title. I was thinking to myself in my head, what kind of title is this? That doesn't make any sense. But honestly, I think it is my favorite chapter in any book. And it makes so much sense once you listen to the chapter, but I just found it very ironic how I, my initial thought when I heard the name of the chapter, and this doesn't happen really for any chapters of books I read, but this one specific chapter, I thought, what the heck kind of name is this? Tales You Win. 
So completely relevant, amazing title for this chapter. So this chapter was really all about how long tails have a big influence in finance. And so essentially what it means is when you flip a coin, it's heads and tails. And typically, or at least I think in Western culture, I'm not sure about other cultures, usually heads is, sorry, usually heads is the one that you want, is the one that most people will choose when the coin is in the air, they say heads, because heads is, I don't even know why, um, you know, heads is kind of the front of the coin, I guess heads quote unquote wins more when you flip a coin, but heads is kind of the one at least for me growing up in Western culture, that you chose. Um, and so this chapter is really dedicated to tales being tales you win. So tales within this chapter is really referring to the idea that something that is less frequent or more rare is really the thing that you are going to want to hold on to that is going to make you more money in the long run. And you know, once you read this chapter, it will come all completely into context. I'm not going to read the whole chapter here for you, but I will say that it was the perfect title, such an insightful chapter. So they talk about many different examples within this chapter. I, like I said, I'm not going to go over everything that was discussed in the chapter. However, I will say that a very relevant example was of Walt Disney. And it really explained how Walt Disney and, you know, this, I'm sure some people know this, this is not something that is talked about when you think of Disney and his career and who he was, but he made so many short films and his studio went bankrupt. None of the short films did well whatsoever. Um, and he went bankrupt and you know it really was not an easy time for most of his career until he made the short film or not short film film Snow White and so even though he had made you know tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of hours of video Snow White the 83 minutes that was Snow White was really the one thing the one movie those 83 minutes that put him on the map and that made him in quote-unquote film history that made him who he is today. It was those 83 minutes and there are so many other examples within this chapter but I think that you know everybody knows Disney and I think that this is a really perfect example of failure and how and this chapter discusses it further how every single person who has gotten to where they are today in their career in business, it was almost never a quote unquote overnight success. Um, and I've heard this before, and I think this is really something that we need to keep in mind because it's very easy to see Walt Disney and think, oh my gosh, his career was so successful, what he did was amazing, but he tried and failed and went bankrupt. And, you know, it took years and decades for him to get to producing Snow White. And Snow White was the one thing that really started to put him on the map. And I truly believe that with almost every single investor, anyone who you see who is considered a celebrity or famous or an amazing actor or singer, they 
actually had the perseverance and we don't see this because to us it looks like an overnight success but if you've ever heard the quote an overnight success takes years and I truly do believe that and I think that this is something that is not talked about in our society but this book really put it into perspective for me and has been something that I've been thinking about over the last many days because we only see the successes and we get caught up a lot of times in the, the overnight success or, you know, they rose to fame so quickly to stardom to whatever so quickly. But these people are dedicated to their craft, to their work, and they have almost always failed so many times in order to have that one small success, which is what then put them on the map. So another really interesting example that I found from the book was of Warren Buffett. And this book does speak quite a bit about Warren Buffett, I will say, in the most interesting way. Um, but one thing that they mention within the audiobook that I was listening to is that if you were to take away his or really any other of the famous successful investors who is a household name who we all, all kind of know, like Warren Buffett, if you were to take away a few of their really well-performing investments and assets over the years, their portfolio would be pretty mediocre, quite honestly. And this is true, I believe, of any investor. No investor, when you're talking about financial investment, gets it right 100% of the time or even 50% of the time. But it is getting it right that 5 or 10 or even less percent of the time that is where your money actually comes from. You could have you know, 5% of your investments do amazing and that's going to be where most of your return comes from. And the other 95 are just really average investments that anyone could have done, anyone could have made, doesn't mean that there's anything special about them, but it's the 5% that really, truly stand out. And so this is the kind of tales you win aspect of the book. And then once, you know, I kept reading into this book, I was like, this is the perfect chapter name. This makes so much sense. And like I said, it sounds like common sense. It really does, but it's not something that I think most people think about every single day. And it's not something that's front of mind. So it isn't really common sense, even though we might like to think, you know, this knowledge is pretty basic. Um, but I wanted to relate this back to business, of course, and not only to business, but to what I like to say. And if you have listened to my podcast for a while, then you'll know lifestyle design is something that I am really passionate about. And so within creating a lifestyle that you are obsessed with and that you love to wake up to every single day, you know, for me, when I was working a nine to five, that was not my ideal lifestyle. Um, but really being able to create a lifestyle of your dreams, create a business of your dreams, a lot of the times this kind of tales you win is going to come into play. And we see, you know, the few people or the people online who make it look like they were an overnight success or their business took off in three months and they're making a million dollars in three or six or nine months, whatever. We've all heard those people. And I want to say that, of course, there are 
always going to be a few people who that does happen to for whatever reason. Maybe it's their personality or their past knowledge or I don't know. But most people, it is going to be a tails you win situation. It's going to be trying and failing and figuring out what you want to do. And for me, if you know about my business journey, it was absolutely like that. I started online business about two years ago now, almost two years ago. And it definitely was a long road. It was not something that I found out about online business and I knew immediately what I wanted to do when I got a million clients and I made a bunch of money. That did not happen. And that does not happen for most people. It took me a lot of trial and error to actually figure out what it is I wanted to offer, who I wanted to work with, how I wanted my lifestyle while running my business to look, which also comes into play when I speak about lifestyle design. And so I really want to keep in mind and I want everyone listening to always try to keep in mind. And if you want you know, to go the extra mile, listen to this chapter, listen to this book. It is so amazing and really insightful. It will make you think, but if not, take away the fact from this episode that the long tails is what has the biggest influence within anything you do in life. Not only within business, not only within your lifestyle design of figuring out how you want your life to look and actually pursuing it. You might fail. I remember when I moved to China about five years ago now, and I remember thinking, if this doesn't work out for me, if for whatever reason I hate China and I want to go back home, then... I always have that option. And it doesn't mean that I am a failure. It means that I can go back home, regroup, and maybe live somewhere else if I find China is not for me. And I know Canada was not for me, hence why I wanted to leave. But I always had the mindset of it's not the end of the road if it doesn't work out. I am going to keep trying because it's something I truly want and I'm truly passionate about. And I believe if you are truly passionate about something, then you will feel the same way. And maybe you have before. And if so, that's amazing because that means that you have been truly passionate about something. But if you really want something to work out, whether it's your business or how you want your life to look or the job you want, you are not going to stop at the first or second roadblock. There will always be failures and this chapter honestly reframed my mindset to think of failures as an opportunity, which I know a lot of people saying can sound very cliche, but I truly think after listening to this episode that failure is more of an opportunity to learn and to grow and to figure out what doesn't work, to figure out what might work, but differently and to really regroup and go from there, pivot from there and figure out what is best for you. Because if you're failing, you're failing for a reason and it might not be aligned with you as well. So I really wanted to come on to this episode and talk about this chapter. I hope that this has made you think a lot. I know it made me think after listening to the chapter and I was immediately just like I need to make a podcast episode just about this chapter because it really is not common knowledge that we think about and I think it needs to be said more often that failing is part of the process. Anyone who got anywhere and is worth anything in their life has failed. 
So I hope this episode was really thought-provoking for you. Feel free to connect with me on Instagram, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Maybe you think differently about it. Let's chat. So I will see you next week on the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast.